What is up, everybody, and welcome back once again to another episode of the Dungeon Q. And tonight we are really gonna diablo this episode out of the water. <laughs> I love you guys. Don't hate me. Uh, too late. Too late. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We can't backpedal from that one. <laughs> All right. So as as my shitty intro puns always depict, it's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And tonight we're going to be talking about the legendary action RPG franchise Diablo. Uh, and tonight we have a special guest joining us, our very good friend Geo. Geo, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself since everybody's used to listen to us two idiots. Uh, hi guys, I'm Geo. I like the video games, and I am very happy to be a part of this podcast talking about one of my childhood defining games and one I still play to this day. Indubitably. Yeah. Cool. So uh, we're going to be talking about like the franchise as a whole. We're probably going to do some individual ep- like deep dive episodes. Um, but we like to keep our episodes about an hour long, so we're just gonna we're gonna overview it of uh, this this legendary flint fr- franchise that um, Blizzard hasn't totally ruined yet. So uh, I like legendary franchise. That sounds tasty. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's just it's like flan, but not. You good? Fuck you. That was funny. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait, you're serious? Let me laugh harder. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so um, we're going to we're gonna start off by talking about the initial release, um, of course, the original Diablo game, which came out, I want to say, my brain says 1998, but if somebody wants to Google to confirm, I would be happy to be proven wrong. Um, did you guys ever get around to playing that as kids? Yeah. The funny thing is, I don't remember ever buying Your it. Your childhood? <laughs> God. Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember ever buying the original Diablo. I just stumbled upon it and I had it. And I do not have much memories of it, to be honest. So it was released in January 97. Uh, I pulled up Damn the it, so page. You were very close. Um, I actually played it on the PlayStation. Not the definitive way to play it, for sure. Um, Wait, it was not... on the PlayStation? Yep, PlayStation, Windows, and Mac OS. I had no idea. I played it on a you know just a regular Windows PC. Um, so yeah, definitely not the definitive way to play it. Uh, it was very... They hadn't come into touch with their console generations like they did in Diablo 3. Um, I did just read something interesting though. Uh, Do share. so it was released in January of 97. They released an expansion by November of 97. Yeah. Wasn't it called like hellfire or something like that? Yeah. And I will say I never played hellfire. It was um, like, it was literally to. like, I think one or two extra levels to the cathedral. Like it, it was not very expansive of an expansion. So, so instead of 16 levels, you had 18. Yeah, or something like that. I mean, I could, you know, obviously be wrong, as I, I usually am. But uh, 
it's I know it wasn't like it wasn't a very grand expansion. It wasn't def- it wasn't at all like, you know, Reaper of Souls or Lord of Destruction, like nothing like that. Which would explain the short time frame before the, the release. Uh, I guess there was also a Sega Saturn version slated for release by EA. But I was going to say that dropped. sounds that sounds horrible. That would have been not fun to play. No, uh, I didn't have a Saturn, but the only couple times I played one, it was just a really uncomfortable experience overall. Have you guys ever gone back and replayed it like as adults? Yep. And I got just as far then as I did <laughs> back when I was a child. What did you? OK, did you at least get to the butcher? Yeah, I. And that's probably as far as you got. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dude, that game, it was super hard. And the fact that you were like, oh, God, we have come a long way with this franchise since the first release, which I love dearly. It also scared the hot shit out of me when I was a kid. Like that game scared the crap out of me. I still played it, but I was terrified the whole time. But uh, God, could you imagine playing like Diablo three and only being able to walk? Oh, (laughs) yeah, it's not good. That'd be horrible. I don't even think there's a walk option. There's not. It's you're always like in a general jog, but in the first Diablo, you like all you can do is walk. Let's talk about stamina bars. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hold on. We'll get to stand. We'll get to stamina bars in a second once we jump into Diablo two because they didn't have a stamina bar in a the first one. It was just it was walk it was and walk just a only. Walk. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure the whole game operated on like a like a, a grid system. Like the yes. way you moved and stuff and the way combat was enacted. Yes, it was. Um, so what you're telling me is, is that Diablo is to the video game world that Lord of the Rings 2 was to the movie world. Just walking. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, to be fair, at the end of Lord, at the end of, Lord of the Rings... Uh, two towers at, at least there was like an epic fight at the end for the battle of helms deep like at least there was that i don't i don't think the ending of diablo one was that <laughs> was that awesome what was the that ending because i never saw it kind um, of anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah actually if you have played um the anniversary content of I, you probably haven't jake because i know you haven't really played um but if you played the anniversary content and um Diablo three, where they do like the darkening of Tristram, where you get to replay through like the cathedral levels. Um, the cut scene at the end of that content is the exact, it's the original cut scene from, uh, OG Diablo. As you finish the game where your character takes the red soul stone and, uh, he embeds it in his forehead and becomes the wanderer, uh, oh, who- spoilers. No, dang it, Jake! You beat me to it. <laughs> so he, he, where he becomes the wanderer, which um, ultimately becomes the the new Diablo in Diablo Two. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, Diablo was definitely. I would say that it was groundbreaking for its time. Um, it I don't think like anything milk, really. Yeah, no, it definitely did not age well. Um, definitely, if you're going to play it now, uh, take it with a grain of salt because... Put on them is, nostalgia glasses. Yeah, it's it's a rough playthrough um, a second time. 
at this age. Uh, that being said, I probably am going to go back and play it now along with Hellfire because I never played Hellfire. I mean, if you've never played it before, it's definitely worth checking out. I think that like the the main antagonist is some sort of like wizard or something like that. I don't remember. It's been a long time, but I know I've got it's, the Wikipedia page pulled up. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's like an otherworldly figure, though. I think it's like a corrupt human being or something, if I recall. Yes. Is it a wizard? Is it like a wizardy guy? Uh, so um, a sorcerer while performing a ritual unknowingly releases the demon not cruel onto the town of Tristram. I was half right. Uh, so it's a demon. I don't know if it inhabits a human or not, but you are correct. A sorcerer does uh, drop the proverbial ball. Isn't how I feel like that's how most Diablo games start is like some human just like goofed hard. You could say that about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're most. right. You can say that about a lot of like a lot of high fantasy like style games where it's just like it's everything's all good. And then the Fire Nation attacks. <laughs> you would throw an avatar. Hey, man, uh, I, I just binged it and I feel empty inside now because it's over. Don't judge me. You were empty inside before you ended it. But now I feel more empty. The void is slightly larger. Uh, you know, I think that Diablo 3 doesn't have that. Um, the goof that you guys are referring to. No, I think it's all I it's administrated. I, uh, the thing about um, no, 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 because no, 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 wait, hold up, hold up. Didn't it? It did have the goof, kind of, right? Didn't it have the goof because um, Tyrael and uh, Big Bag Angel Pants McFuckwad got his like his wings in a twist and like basically told Tyrael to f off and like he plummeted to Earth or I don't remember. <laughs> Didn't it go I down something like that it- though? So I can't remember his name, but yes, you are correct. Tyrael was thrown to Earth, forgot who he was. Uh, You bring his memory back. But Adria was orchestrating the whole thing from behind. And even if Tyrael hadn't been involved, I don't think think the same sequence of events would have happened. Right, because she was uh, grooming Leah. There was like the big soul stone, the black soul stone. Yes, that was that was like, yeah, the the the, the uh, everything was kind of already in motion for that game. The fit had already hit the Shan. <laughs> yes. But uh, before we jump too far ahead, we've uh, the, honestly, I feel like there's not a lot to talk about on Diablo one. It was definitely groundbreaking for when it first released. I have fond spoopy memories of it, but um. I definitely Diablo two definitely left a much larger impression on me. Um, I think part of it was because when, when I played it in my, like in my upbringing and what kind of how it evolved compared to the first one. I definitely would agree. Diablo two holds a much larger space in my heart. I'm trying to think of when I played that one first. I want to say, I had played it when I was in junior high, but I got into like mm-hmm. the really I got like super into it at like its peak when I was in around high school when like I discovered the online play that I mm-hmm. had never re- like and I boy did I go full on into that man. Jake, did you ever did you ever like go balls to the wall with Diablo 2 like that? 
Not really. I think, I don't know. I, I was upset over the stamina bar and I think the only time I, everybody still is. No, it was a hard turnoff for me. Okay. So I think the only time I actually played it longer than maybe an hour was the time we tried to play it uh, a couple of years ago. And then we got pissed off at something. It was probably just the game being, it it was, it's still old. So it was probably just an old game being an old game. I did not play much at all. Anything I did like whatever we did in that quick playthrough was all I did. All we did was act one. I remember we killed uh, in uh, and and that was it. I don't even remember that. (laughs) We definitely, we definitely got that far. Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay, then. Man, dude, I've only ever done Act One. I fucking know life that game one hundred thousand percent. Same. Uh, what was your what was your main Geo? What what was your go to character class in D two? So, just a couple things. One, just because we were talking about release dates, uh, Diablo two was released three years after Diablo one, which is a incredibly short time. For a sequel, considering how uh, much better it is, too. Yeah, and especially in this day and age, like you know, we're waiting what twenty years for for a remake of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, so my induction to the game, I was at a friend's house and I, I played that. Um, at his house, we we played uh, Barbarian, which you know, as we all know, Baby's uh, first class. loves their their Barbarian. Yep. Um, I want to say that that was my first class. I tried to play but i didn't really get into it uh until i played the i want to say it was the amazon or the uh sorceress those were my go-to mostly uh and amazon more so even though you had to manage your arrows um just because when you rolled it i remember that yeah um and we'll get into that again when we start talking about the new game coming out, because I think that that might be coming back. Um, so aside from the engineers, I felt that the Amazon definitely had the most uh, usability um, outside of the barbarian class. Cause it course, was definitely Wizards baby class. Yeah. Um, and when you went sorceress, you kind of, you kind of rolled one Frost element. Orb. Yep, exactly. Frost orb sorceress. Um, I mean, there was obviously other classes that people played. I saw no, some there was play like Frost Orb. Firewall. Um, oh, I played a Firewall. The- I also played a, uh, the electric, like uh, the lightning bolt one, where it literally just did like a bunch of lightning bolts across the ground. I don't remember that skill. Maybe Spark or something. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. It's been too long. Um, the problem with rolling a specific element, Sorceress, is that in Diablo 2, you had uh, element immune monsters. So yeah, hold came up, up against them. That so, was it. Yeah, like, oh, God. I want to, whoever came up with that mechanic needs to be, like, castrated. I hope they didn't reproduce. We don't need, we don't need people like that out here creating video games. Who, like, in an elemental, like, based, like, elemental-based combat, and they're like, but what if we just made some enemies that you can't hurt and put it into the game? Oh, 
Dude, I remember having to just I, I remember having to straight up reroll maps because of that feature. That sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was especially bad if you were a sorceress. Like if you would get hit with an elemental resist, you're like, cool, guess I'm gonna log out and log back in and try again. Mm-hmm. Uh we have gosh, and see, and the thing is, is like they they're always improving this franchise. I feel like they've definitely done a whole lot of a few steps forward, a few steps back on some stuff, but all in all, like you can't like you can't fault it for being what it was at the time. No, absolutely not. I'm trying to remember what I played. I think I played um, a hammered in and a hurricane druid. Those are like my go tos. Well, we haven't even talked about expansions. We were just oh, talking the base game. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I rolled oh, Assassin on the expansion. Did you? I feel like a lot of people did. Assassins were really fun. Yep. And I named it uh, Dreadlock, thinking I was cool. And, um, <laughs> you know, because like fear and then a lot. I don't know. Uh, and then I went online with it and was frequently called Rasta Man. I had no idea what they were talking about. I was like 11 or 12. That is amazing, dude. Wrong like kind level, of eight, level 80 assassin. <laughs> Rolling around. Yep. Uh. You know, one thing I don't miss about multiplayer in Diablo 2? Losing all of your shit from PvP? Uh, scamming. Dude, yes. That was a huge... That was a problem. I think that was like... Scamming was like the plague of the Diablo 2 com- like online community. I think if it didn't have that, that game would have been like perfect for its time. Even with all so, my complaining about s- silly features, like it was tough. Go ahead, Jake. So forgive me for being ignorant since I've never played. What type of scams can you could possibly be done? Lots. There was a few. Um so one of the popular ones is they're the unique items in Diablo 2. Uh, were basically the base models of other items with a color swap change, um, a palette swap. Uh, one of the most sought after items because it added plus one to all of your skills was, I think it was plus one, might've been plus two. It was called a Shaco. And it was basically like this leather hood um, and it had a green hue to it. Uh, now Shaco, if you took a Shaco, whatever, man. Uh, this ain't medieval times. Um, I don't even think Diablo is medieval times. Uh, so one of the the popular things to do with scamming a Shaco um, was you would take a item with a socket that matched the same model, and you would socket a emerald in it, and it would change the color to the Shaco. And they would do a swap when you went to trade with them. So they they'd put the Shaco in. You could look at it. Uh, and then when you went to trade next, they'd swap out for their garbage socketed emerald, uh, item. And you've got lots of kids playing, so they're not going to catch it. Mm. Yeah, it happened. It definitely happened to me a few times. Um, another popular scam that was, um, was just straight up item duping that you could do. It was a pain in the ass and a lot of people only did it by just code breaking stuff to begin with. Um, that one was fairly common, especially when you were trying to get after it was a really popular rune word um, chess piece called Enigma, which allowed any character in the game to use the sorceress ability teleport. Um, and it was really popular on 
the hammered in the paladin hammered in build, which you'd basically teleport around, throw hammers, teleport around, throw hammers. Um, and they would do, they would, they'd basically item do something. So it looked exactly like it. It would say Enigma. It had all the the appropriate rune words in it. And then when the, you hit the trade, it would, um, the duped item would change back into some regular white piece of crap trash. Um, in a very similar fashion to what Geo had just mentioned with the, like the color scamming. Another popular one was, um, honestly, it wasn't really so much a scam as like gullibility is, uh, with the, with the way Diablo's PVP worked was you could only fight outside of town. And a lot of people would fight outside the rogue camp gates. It was the most popular place for PVP, but the biggest problem with it, is if you were killed um, in PvP, everything in your inventory got dropped on the ground. Everything. Doesn't matter how rare it was. Doesn't matter if it was something you had formally equipped. Once it once your if it was in your inventory and you died in a PvP, it dropped on the ground. So a lot of people would be like, okay, I we will do, we will trade X for Y if you put all of your shit in your inventory and then we fight. And then they would like that you know you'd bull strip butt naked go out into the rogues camp uh front gates battle it out they would trick you re- like you know hyper click their gear back on nuke you one hit you take your shit and log off it wasn't fun that is uh that that's some old school runescape shit yeah it wasn't the best and it it caused a lot of distrust in the online community and there was already like um loot in diablo 2 was not instance like it is currently in diablo 3 uh, no. all the loot was if it was first come first serve so literally if you were like running with a group of people um and if you were doing like what bail runs and stuff it could be like a lot of people like 20 people um or some crap like that. I, I know it was. I think it was I, eight. Eight. I know it was like it was quite a few people, um, and so to get the gear that you wanted, you had to have the fastest click in the West, basically, and uh, or you hope that they were kind enough to want to trade something with you afterwards, which almost never happened. Yeah, you pretty much even if you were playing online, you pretty much had to play solo to get good gear, and then. Um, then hopefully trade off for gear that you actually needed because unlike Diablo three, in Diablo two it didn't matter what class you were playing. The you were completely um in the hands of RNG Jesus. Yep. Uh, it would drop whatever it felt like dropping. It, you could be playing a sorcerer and you could get a barbarian weapon. Um, and I'll be right. honest, yeah, because it wasn't played, instance gear, so it would just it would it would drop from a universal loot pool. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be honest, in the entire time I played, um, I very rarely saw Unique's drop. Even even running Mephisto runs, even running Bale runs. Um, the only time I regularly got good loot uh, was if I was botting. Which, don't bot people, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> don't do what Geo did. Uh, I actually didn't see a lot of Uniques. Um, oddly enough, set items were much more common. But mm-hmm. the set items, even they weren't like top tier. Like there was, there were certain combinations of, of rune words and unique weapons that like outshone the regular set builds. 
that were available. There were some cool ones and stuff still, you know, like the Warcry bar build and stuff like that. But it wasn't it wasn't like if you wanted to be like, you know, the top one percent of Diablo players, you had to have like these really specific setups. And some of the rune words were so insanely, stupidly rare that like. So I had an enigma and the rune word that you need to get enigma, I never saw one drop personally the entire time I played that game. I've never seen one drop IRL ever. The whole game just seems like, (laughs) should I go back and play it? (laughs) It was very much a product of its time. Uh, The community has obviously thinned out. A lot of the players still remaining are ladder players, and the ladder players were always way more loyal than your typical online server stuff. All the crappy stuff would happen outside of the ladders. Mm. So if you play like ladder progression stuff, you have to work your butt off and chances are you're never going to get to the top, but you're way less likely to get scammed. And the thing is, is a lot of the scamming and stuff was it was just older, more experienced gamers taking advantage of stupid 14 year olds like me who didn't know what they were getting into. Hmm. I think I'll give uh, yeah, it another it's shot one of these days, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely fun. It'd be something that I think we'd enjoy if we played together. Um, there's a isn't couple there, things. About isn't there it like that... a modded version of Diablo two? Yes, there's actually a couple. Um, I have two of them installed, uh, median XL and uh, path of Diablo. Both of them are incredibly fun. Um, if we were to play, I would say we should play Path of Diablo together because Median Excel is a complete and total over- overhaul. Nothing is the same. Uh, whereas Path of Diablo sets out to make it more like um, Path of Exile, which is essentially a spiritual successor to, to Diablo 2. Um, we may talk about that at a later time. I think I'm the only one in this group that plays it, though. So yeah, I've had. Our, I don't have a computer, and the UI for the PlayStation version sucks doo doo. That and the skill tree gives you anxiety. It sure does. It's really overwhelming. And, and I'm not going to lie; it definitely is. Uh, it takes some research to play the game. So if it's a game that you uh, want to play but don't want to research, probably move on to the next one. Um, but basically, the the Path of Diablo mod, uh, it, it's. It's the vanilla version of Diablo 2 and Lord of Destruction um, with bolstered skill pools. Like I know in the latest uh, patches of Diablo 2, they did a good job of um, basically taking skills and, and those skills help other skills. Uh, but I think that Path of Diablo takes that kind of to the next level. Yeah, I've definitely I've never had the opportunity myself to play those, but I knew I did know they were out there. Um, speaking of expansions, we haven't really them. we haven't really talked too much. We talked about you know the Diablo base game, uh, Diablo two base game. I mean, but we have not really discussed the the first true expansion in my eyes that the Diablo franchise did, which was Lord of Destruction, and I think it's probably like. I think Lord of the Destruction is probably the best thing Diablo's come out with since its inception. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, at, and at least, at least story wise. 
yes, they definitely did a better job with the storyline um, as an expansion to Diablo 2 than... Uh, well, I can't say for Hellfire because I didn't really play it, but that just seems like its own kind of side quest. Um, and Diablo 3's expansion, uh, Reaper Souls, was kind of a meh uh, storyline expansion. Um, but Diablo 2 definitely did, uh, Lord of the Destruction definitely did a good job with progressing the storyline of the original one and adding on to the lore in the universe, um, which ironically, uh, just going to talk about release dates again, uh, came out a year after the first one. So between the time that Diablo 2 was released and its expansion was released, there was only 12 months. Damn, dude, they really um, pumped those out in, in the early days, didn't they? Yep. And then we waited 11 years for a sequel. <laughs> you know why? Because people like you, Jake, who played World of Warcraft. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> World of Warcraft definitely made Diablo take a backseat in the Blizzard um, in the, biz- the Blizzard catalog for sure. Uh, for better or worse. But with that being said, I think we can probably transition into the most recent title of uh, Diablo 3, which has a lot of history, both good and bad. And uh, I'm just going to start off by saying I was there at launch day. I remember as, Era 37. I. I, I, I remember oh Era God. 37. I remember Jake and I all snacked out. <laughs> like literally just ready to roll. Like I had not been. I took the day off work so I could like play this into the wee hours of the morn. But I didn't even get logged in until like 5 a.m. because the era 37. It was uh, it was not good times. I don't remember if I was off work the next day, but I remember not being able to get in until like no, we so yeah, it, it was about five in the morning or something. That's that when we, we were like finally, legit able to play together and actually go through the game. Yeah, and because it was so long of a wait to actually get going, when we finally logged in, I don't know if it was just me or if it was the both of us, we played maybe 45 minutes before we got tired and went to bed because <laughs> we were just because because we were ha- we were supposed to have played the entire evening not waited the entire evening uh, yeah those were i was right there with you guys those were dark days i did the same thing snacked out bought like 12 cans of arizona tea and drink them all before i could get logged in um <laughs> i feel that dude i had literally uh, i had I, I literally had Totina's freezer freezer pizzas in a microwave next to my desk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dude, you were kitted out. I, dude, I was like, yeah, dude, I was kitted out for Real sure. Gamer. I was ready to no life that game. And I did no life that game as soon as I was able to play consistently. What's funny is uh, we were all in uh, chat. It was you, me, and the uh, old WoW guild. And I think out of everyone in chat only one person actually got in early enough oh dude i remember that and everybody was just like fuck you yeah when we all finally logged in 
Uh, I think the guild master was like, so what level are you now, buddy? Huh? <laughs> it's like, uh, 17. It's nice. It's just, <laughs> it's just off. Yeah, dude. Back when you had to play the full campaign to level up and you can, there, that's all there was to do. Boy, that game has changed a lot. Can we talk about the auction house? Oh God. Oh God. Like y'all, y'all were mad about stamina bars, but can we talk about the auction house? A moment of silence, please. (laughs) Do you guys make any money off that shit? No, but I certainly spent money. Yeah, dude. (laughs) No, real dollars. Real hard-earned dollars went into that auction house. Oh, God. Fuck, Uh, abyss will die. Abyss will die. Abyss will die, bro. How about scoring? Oh, dude. I, okay, so I I mained a monk, and like that was that that was like the only weapon you could use. Mm-hmm. It was it was so, you had to have a scorn and uh, what was the helmet? Mempo Twilight. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh man. <laughs> I, oh, man. You know, honestly, I think that even the demon hunter had scorn. I know that, that, that sounds silly, but <laughs> that's so sad to me. That, that, um, that weapon was I dude, if I play in the current seasons now, I if I see that, I just trash that item. Immediately. I, too. <laughs> I don't even look at the stats. It's dead to me. Um so yes, the game has drastically changed since release. Uh, I remember playing it, and you basically had to play on the lowest level, maybe hard. But as soon as you started hitting the uh, the monster levels, levels things got crazy. In fact, I think I quit playing because of that. Yeah, dude, I did too. Because it was so ridiculously unbalanced at first, and yes. uh, you had to spend like real money or obscene amounts of gold on the auction house which they eventually More got time. rid of. Oh yeah. Time to, and um, the legendary drops were basically like non-existent. The loot pool was huge at launch. So even if you did get a legendary, you'd be like, fuck another monster hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then you'd want to go die inside. And um, like there was one meta that basically forced every class to wear the same set of gear. Um, the set items were basically useless. Uh, and what they didn't have the torment levels. What was it? It was like, it was like, give me a second. I'll Google it. Nightmare and hell monster levels. Inferno. Yeah. Pretty sure. So, I'm pretty sure Inferno was like the highest level. And then they revamped it. It's gone through a lot. That game has like definitely ebbed and flowed since it's, it's drop in 2012. I love it to death, despite its many flaws. But I mean, I still play it to this day. I come back for every single season. Gio and I both. Every season we come back and we play Diablo 3. And uh, we still love every second of it. We do. It's it's still a great game just to chill and talk and, and just BS around. It's a great de-stressor. I was going to say it's like therapeutic um, to play that game so, with friends. Since we're talking about, you know, at launch... Um, Let's talk about enemy affixes. 
Do you remember how bad the fixes were when the game first launched? Couldn't there was like how it, it used to like stack up to like eight or nine of fixes at a time, right? Yeah, it was really um, bad. There is a and an they image got rid on the of internet. they got rid of some of them too. Yes. Oh, was it the one where it's just like eats you off the screen? <laughs> that uh, one? No, I don't remember that. Teleports back. This mob teleports back to town, empties out your stash, and crashes the game. Basically, yeah, it's fast, extra health, vampiric, molten, mortar, vortex, arcane, enchanted, frozen, plague, jailer, invulnerable, minions, horde, teleporter, swords for arms, legs made of scorpions, chance to respawn, reduce drop quality, rusts equipment, steals money, downgrades, gems, will follow you back to town and throw your stash into the ocean while laughing. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's and uh, accurate, too. That's pretty much how fixes were when the game first launched. It was so if 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 you didn't play at launch and you've played since or are interested in playing, uh, count your lucky stars that you don't have to find that mob because that, while a joke, is essentially how the the mob affixes were at launch. It was definitely. It, it, let's just remember that sometimes memes are uh, spawned out of reality, and that was it was definitely <laughs> it was definitely that excessive at some point. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm a bitch when it comes to two affixes. <laughs> Dude, you haven't. When was the last time you legit played Diablo three? Uh, probably when, with us on PC four years ago. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that I'm just. About right. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna like. I'm literally gonna buy it for you and make you play with us on PlayStation every season. Every season that rolls around, I'm gonna be like, "You ready to go, Jake?" And then we're. And then you're gonna get to watch Geo and I carry you through everything because you don't remember how to play the game. And you get to watch Geo carry Garrick after the initial five days. Yeah, because I, my RNGs sucks. Oh, dude, that game. Um, I love that game, but the loot hates me. It's, you know, cursed. for a fact, you know, for a fact, the moment you actually do decide to buy it for me, they're going to announce something about D4, <laughs> uh, you know, extra shit that we don't already know now and you're gonna be like wait it's coming out when oh i wasted my money for you tomorrow oh well i mean garrett could just go to gamestop buy the ten dollar cd and ship it to you yeah dude for real it's not expensive um i was an idiot and bought it on digital because i knew i'd trade it and if i didn't and that's a game that i always come back to so yeah um so real quick let's talk about legendaries since we we brought up scorn uh how about thunder fury oh yeah <laughs> or uh or shard of hate when it was broken dude shard <laughs> of hate was busted as fuck electric dude. whirlwind barbarian hell yeah dude i remember playing whirlwind barb with shard of hate that was the tits oh such a good build what was like there was there was literally before it got rebalanced there was um once they like they overtuned the sets to like make them viable. And uh, the Ina's build on the monk. Remember when they had like the unkillable monk build? Cause you would just like, you'd put Ina's on and then you'd, uh, you put on the resistance aura and you have like, you were just unkillable. Isn't that every monk build every season? I mean, no dude, it was, it was like way worse, <laughs> like a thousand percent worse than that. Like you could, you were un- because you'd have like, and you'd have like 100% dodge. And like, wow, 
and like yoked resistances on everything. So even if it did hit you by the grace of whatever God you believe in, it would just be like zero. And <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, dude, there were some busted builds, especially as they like chose to like re like rebalance the game and change like the, the difficulty levels when like torments got introduced and then like they made sets good and like things like Mempo at Twilight and Squirt's Necklace and, you know, Scorn, like all the big stuff that everybody was forced to use became hot trash overnight. Did you? And the thing is, it's like that actually like killed the community for a good minute because you had to farm hundreds of hours to get your build up and running. And then we're just like, sets are good again. And you're just, <laughs> you're like, what? Now everything that I've farmed for is sucks. Yep. I quit playing before the auction house shut down, came back and tried to play like on master or expert or something and just got one shot. And I was like, what is this? What is happening? Because your build wasn't relevant anymore. So I do like that. They reworked squirts necklace recently. Um, the new mods on it. Yeah. So if you stand still, or if you don't take damage for a certain amount of time, it increases your damage by a percentage, but it also uh, increases the damage you take. I'm actually going to look it up because now I need to know. That sounds interesting. Um, like we were saying before, Geo and I basically like play every season. What season are we on right now? Is the next one 21? Season 21? Yeah, next one's 21. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going to play... Uh, I think for season 21, I'm, I'm really interested in that strafe build that the demon hunters are getting introduced with. There was also, what was the other one? Oh, the new necromancer build. Not interested in that one at all. Did you, you got to test it on the PTR, right? Yeah. So I tested all the new builds and I tested a couple other builds that I hadn't had a chance to play yet. Um, Jake, you definitely should get it for the PlayStation. Honestly, I prefer it on the PlayStation over the PC after okay. playing Real it and then jumping on the PTR. It, tra- it like that was like that port um like was a was a beautiful transition it it ported so well to console i mean so there's well. definitely a few builds that aren't as fun because they require specific placement but diablo 3 is now about like aoe and killing everything in mass anyways so yeah. uh single target teen skills isn't that great yep and um, basically every aoe build has something to compensate for its single target damage so, Squirt's Necklace now is, while not taking damage, damage dealt is increased up to 100%, and damage taken is increased up to 50%. So, I actually run that on that wizard, uh, that Hydra Wizard build. Um, well, it's kind of like a glass, it's like a glass cannon item. Yes. It's for builds that have shields, essentially. Interesting. Or kill from off screen, like Unhollowed Essence. <laughs> yeah. That builds that builds never not going to be busted. They're going to have to nerf it eventually. Dude, you're going to be so mad about the strafe build when it gets dropped. Is it is uh, it more busted than Unhollow Essence? Yeah, so it doesn't kill things off screen, but essentially you attack like ten times and it stacks your momentum, which increases your attack speed, increases your movement speed. Um, so if you thought Demon Hunters were fast before. They're fast now. Um, <laughs> cool. Like, well, I'm going to be playing one, so it's fine. Uh, it's definitely a fun build. Um, 
as you have momentum and you strafe, obviously strafe increases your speed as well. Um, I think the meta is going to be, uh, I want to call it the Leonine bow. Basically, it's it's the one that causes your main uh, primary generator bolas to um, suck in the enemies. Um, not the ones that then, make them, not the new one that makes them detonate instantly? That's a duffel or a, a quiver. Oh, and you also okay, equip okay. that. So so you got the duffel that makes them, or the quiver that makes them, I keep wanting to say duffel bag because I'm thinking of the do- bombardier's rucksack. Uh, you have the quiver that makes them explode instantly. You have the bow that causes it to essentially create a vortex at point of impact. And then you use the bola skill that uh, makes the timer longer but increases the damage exponentially, which is the, the, the timer is nullified by the quiver. So essentially you're just spinning. It's like the whirlwind barb, but faster. You are just spinning through killing everything as it shows on the screen. And I love this build. uh, The thing that sucks about it though, is you gotta, you gotta go back to pick up your items. (laughs) (laughs) What a problem. Like that's like the, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first world problem of Diablo. You got to go back and pick is. up your shit. Oh man. Oh. Could be worse. Uh, okay. It so could as be worse. Jake, as much as I would love to continue theory crafting and Gio and I could literally do this all day. I think we should at least spend our last little bit here touching on the upcoming title Diablo four. Jake had to say something and then you talked over him. Your no apologies. <laughs> no, it's just a bad joke. I was going to say, uh, you know, in regards to picking up items, I said I was going to say it could be worse. You could uh, have to pick up your gold. again. That is a first world problem that we're complaining about having to pick up gold. Yes. And you are guilty of that, my friend. Um, but no, definitely we should we should at least touch on. Uh, on uh, Diablo 4. Uh, Jake, did you see the 20 minute trailer that dropped? Yeah, that fat one that uh, Gio and I were like live tweeting at each other about <laughs> the other night. Uh, yeah, apparently I looked into it. It really was just the same footage that we've seen before, just updated UI and everything. Because I was trying to get info from like a bunch of comments and whatnot. They're saying it's literally the same thing, just updated UI. Like, it's no new visual information outside of the UI. But it does look really cool. Well, it was a first for me. I hadn't seen it. Yeah, same here. I hadn't seen the the gameplay that detailed before. Um, I mean, they definitely revealed a lot of stuff that I wasn't aware of prior to watching it. Um, graphics look great. Climbing walls is an interesting mechanic. I feel like it's just going to irritate me because it's a slowdown, but um, it adds, you know, verticality to the game. So that'll be interesting. Um, And you know, for a fact that the, just the fact that that's a thing alone tells me, you know, just climbing walls in a game you haven't been able to climb before. They're definitely going to throw that mechanic into a boss fight. Ooh, that'll be cool. That might be interesting. You know they're going to do that. That's usually how they do things. New mechanic, boss fight's going to be around. New said new mechanic. I hope anyway. Lag of curious. <laughs> For oh, real. God. Uh yeah, man. I'm I'm really really excited 
for Diablo 4. It's actually like my hype's definitely on the down low because I feel like the release is pretty far off still because we don't have any information as far as a true release date goes. But I'm just so the art style that they're choosing to go back to. It's like if they took um, the Diablo 3 engine updated a smidge and like then ran it through like the gothic style that Diablo 2 had and every like they took it's definitely like there's way less use of colors um this might sound like a negative thing but i promise it's not like there's less use of color it's more like it's definitely like lots of earthy dark like color palettes and i really like that it's like it's got that darker tone again because i missed that from the D2 a lot so what so, you're saying is is make Diablo mature again. Basically. Because yeah. D3 was very cartoony. Was? Is. It is very cartoony. <laughs> okay, is cartoony. Um, so a couple things I noticed about the, the trailer is that they're bringing back Rune Words. So I'm very excited about that. Um, they're bringing back stackable potions. I'm hoping that they are bought with gold and not Blizzard Bucks. Um, but since Activision and Blizzard are in bed together, I can't keep my hopes up on that too hard. I don't want to be disappointed. Um, and one thing I noticed, and I don't know if this is going to make it into the final game, but it looks like everything drops identified. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Um, do you think, do you think that that may, that might be in like the final iteration of the game? Or do you think that may just be like, a convenience thing for beta testers. I'm hoping it's a convenience thing for beta testers. I'm curious how they're going to handle it since um, this is going to be post Deckard Kane, post book of Kane, um, you know? Um, so I'm not sure how they're like, I, I really don't know how they're going to handle identifying um, e- either en mass or if, is, if it's going to be something where it's like you right click the, the item and just have to identify one at a time. I kind of um, like the, um, the element of surprise that comes with identifying items. So I, I hope the unidentified stuff comes back. You're the reason loot boxes exist. <laughs> no, oh, Jake is the reason that loot boxes <laughs> exist. That's why he's giggling in the background. Cause he knows it's true. No, but it, that was just the say- most unconvincing <laughs> note ever. <laughs> that's a whole other discussion that will take an hour so let's just move on (laughs) next video game gambling addiction next time on the dungeon queue it's just going to be an episode titled question mark question mark question mark (laughs) let's discuss loot boxes (laughs) yes god uh i mean so um they have revealed a few classes thus far with um, Diablo four. We only have three. Um, they are the barbarian returns once again, because he is the king of the Diablo franchise. Uh, we are getting, uh, and then we're getting returns of the Druid and the sorceress, which is interesting that we're not getting new classes. We're getting updated versions of the old ones. How do you guys feel about that? I'm thinking it's uh, going to be interesting, though I do want to see 
like what can they do that's completely new that isn't a rehash of old classes but made new you know what i mean i think we'll see a lot of familiar skills um with the gameplay that we saw with the druid um the werebear comes back which was like a super important part of like its character essence but i think there was like some sort of cat form that you're going to be able to get so like they're they're definitely taking new steps um like steps in the right direction to make fresh to give fresh takes on like the same characters um i bet you with the sorceress we'll see frost orb and stuff again frost orb was it with the wizard too and um we'll probably get to see some of those familiar skills like the hydra will probably make a return um but teleport teleport yeah like those staple sort of skills i bet you we see again but um i i actually i like that we're getting the older classes because i thought the older classes had a lot of character um i like that the druid's not an expansion character this time that makes me really excited i'm probably unless like the next two one or two classes they announce like absolutely blow me out of the water i will 100 percent be maining a druid in diablo 4 I'm going to go Barbarian first just because I know it's going to be broken on launch and I want all of the loot. Um, yeah. So ta- 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 talking about the skills, I think that we're going to see a lot of rehash skills watching that gameplay video. Um, there was a lot of, uh, I think, Frenzy. Um, I didn't see, I think I saw Leap once or twice. We saw... Um, Call not call the ancients. Uh, what's the the ultimate for the barbarian? The oh, wrath of the berserker. Wrath of the berserker. We saw that in there. Um, Seismic slam was in there. Uh, obviously, whirlwind's making a comeback. We saw that as a skill in the bar. Um, we didn't get to see it in play though. Um, we also saw a the skills, but then we also saw a skill tree, like a synergy tree which I am extremely excited for. Um, as you guys heard me and Garrick earlier, uh, we can do theory crafting for hours. So very excited for that to test new builds, look at the new items. Um, can, can we just talk about how clean that teleport portal looked? Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I literally, okay. So we were watching this gameplay footage and it's literally at like the end of the thing. And, uh, like very towards like the very very end of like their the mission their quest that they're on they go back to their little town um, and the town looks mint but like the animation and like just the the skin for like the town portal was just so clean I was just like the animation's so beautiful I was just like I've never been attracted to a town portal before. <laughs> That's that's gonna be my main. I'm just gonna. That's gonna You're be my gonna main. Play it. Just just TP. TP. <laughs> um, okay. In in the in reference to the fact that like we got to see somebody return to town at the end of a quest, um, there was a part of the gameplay that I thought it's it is not enhanced or focused on in any way, shape, or form. But you're the barbarian that is in the focus of the gameplay trailer goes and he turns in his quest, and while he is doing that, you see another player with their companion roll by and they are not in a party, which is something we haven't seen since Diablo two. 
you were able to it like, and I really hope they keep that feature in the fact that you were going to be able to share a server, like share a, a, you know, a game world with other players, but be able to play independently and only interact if you want to like not forced that, party. Yeah. That was one of the big things they were talking about when they first, when we got um, first look at the stuff, there was like this, like this field boss and you got close to that, like arena it was in or something. And then all of a sudden you see a bunch of other players spawned in and you're together taking it down. So, right. So it treats it like a public event. Like you get like a notification if you want to participate in that boss fight or whatever, which I think is, totally a step in the right direction as far as like multiplayer interaction goes. Cause we know, you know, Diablo three was online only. So we know Diablo four is most likely going to be online only, which I'm fine with. That's just the way of the world these days. But like being able to be with other players, but not have to be with other players is going to be really nice. That'll be cool. Cause then you can party up with people that maybe you wouldn't have partied up with before. Um, I know that the community for the PlayStation is a little bit muted because um, there isn't like a, a general chat you can can join in because most people don't have keyboards and nobody likes doing the on-screen keyboard like uh, the, the PC version does. So I think that it'll be cool to have everybody in a communal area, obviously to a limit because we don't want to um, you know override servers and everything. Um, as, as for what you guys were saying about the public events, I think it would be awesome to have like big boss raids in the game. Um, yeah. Like I'm like really hoping that becomes a thing. end game content. That'll, that'll be really cool. Um, Cause that'll be unprecedented uh, because everything that we've had up until this point has all been instance. You know, we kind of know what we're going into. Um, it's in the world map that we're in with this, you know, maybe they'll teleport you into a dungeon kind of thing uh, that you have to work together with other players to complete. So that, that would be a really cool feature. Um, I hadn't even thought about that. Um, uh, as for classes making a comeback, just kind of loop back to that. Cause I didn't really say my two pieces on it. Um, I am really hoping that the Amazon makes a comeback because I will definitely main that after the barbarian. Um, and that'll probably be my, my actual, uh, main class, um, come time for actually playing unless of course they do seasons, which I'm, I have a feeling they will cause it's very popular for, uh, for Diablo three. Um, real quick. I thought they confirmed that the Amazon was for sure coming back. I don't know if they did or not. Um, if they did, I, I thought they did. did. I'm Maybe creaming it. right now. <laughs> so do you think do you think we're going to start with four or five classes? I'm pretty sure they said four at launch, two coming later. But the way they said they framed it was. No, maybe. I'm like just an remember. additional add on and not like a DLC. Well, I mean, we know we're going to get an expansion like that's that's just for for sure. No, I'm. <laughs> We yeah, are but I hope they sure. don't do a like a a necro expansion where it's just the character. Just the that was kind of lame. Um, I they mean, it did it did that. add like a new area, but it wasn't like anything super exciting. I can't remember how they phrased it. I'll have to uh, find the uh, 
thing I read and get back to you guys, but I'm pretty sure they said four or five at launch and two coming maybe as add-ons and then whatever they else whatever else they decide to do like come expansion. But I'm pretty uh, sure Amazon was one of those five. Okay, so let's just assume that Amazon is making a comeback. As our very last question and topic before we wrap up this episode, what would you guys like to see as the next class, assuming Amazon is confirmed? Does it have to be one of the old classes? No, it can be. It, it can be an old class. Or it could like, be a class from Diablo three. It could be something completely new that you've wanted to see since the game's inception. Um, huh? Honestly, witch doctor. You think you'd like to see a witch doctor with like in a grimmer light? Like less yeah. and get give it some love. I think if they if if we were to see the witch doctor again, I would like to see the best aspects of the necromancer and the witch doctor and kind of mush them together. Give me something pet centric, please, because what we have now and is not, not... Yeah, not that singularity bullcrap that we have with the current iteration of the necromancer. Like that's because that doesn't do it for me. No, it's powerful, but it's not fun. Like exactly, and that's that's if, the big point. Like a lot of the a lot of like the the, the top tier builds in Diablo 3's current meta, like the builds, like they wreck face, but they suck to play. Like okay. they're not fun to play. I have a question. To uh, what's what's the time period that it's in? Because my answer to the class question kind of hinges on uh bits of information um, i need i don't know if we have like i obviously it takes place after diablo 3 that that much has been established i do not know how long in the future it takes place they made it sound like the Herodrum was kind of gone um in like the real real trevor if i recall so i'm going to say maybe a couple of decades because they, you know, because they're introducing a new big bad. And for the first time, it's not, it's not Diablo. It's Lilith. I'm so stoked about that. They did such a good job with her character model and I cannot wait to see what her fight is like. So what is the, cause I, I didn't see much of any, um, video outside of uh, little bits and pieces from the ones you guys were talking about. And the one I mentioned earlier, uh, what is the technology? Like, is it still as it's always been? Because what, where I'm going with this is what if we had like some sort of engineer, but not engineer type thing? Oh, I get what you're saying. Um, honestly, if you wanted something like that, um, just because you really didn't get into Diablo 2, the the assassin really kind of fits into that wheelhouse. Um, they had traps, traps, and like they were they were mechanic. They were all mechanical in nature. Um, like you would have okay. like you would have caltrops and that sort of thing. But like their main 
staple abilities were like independent mechanical traps that would basically function like turrets and they would have different functions. Um, for example, one of them, you would place the trap down, it would swivel in a 360 direction to target um, mobs and it would send out a gigantic triangle shaped wave of fire, like repeatedly for a set duration. And um, it had stuff like that in every element that was available in Diablo Actually, 2. Actually, two fire ones. What class yeah, did that, that one come and from, that, like, did a flamethrower one. What, what class you... did you say that came from? Assassin. Assassin. So assuming Assassin isn't back, which, honestly, that seems kind of like a staple, but would would it be feasible to, like, the engineer-style gameplay from the assassin and everything that was similar to that in that regard, would it be feasible to have that as a standalone class or would they have to add so much stuff and then change the assassin quite a bit? The assassin did have a lot of other features, a lot of like stealth features and things like that. Um, Martial arts. It was very martial arts based, like their main weapons were claws um, so it was definitely like it wasn't just one like she didn't just have just traps. I think they would have a hard time dialing in a character that only used that sort of material, like that sort of like weaponry and those sorts of skill abilities. I think the assassin returning, though, was actually really plausible. And that was actually to to bring it back to the the question I asked, like, that's the class I want to see next. Is the you know because they already got the they've already bringing back the druid and uh, the assassin came with the druid um, d- during the launch of Lord of Destruction so I see no reason not to bring to bring her back. I think that they should drop the monk in favor of bringing the assassin back because the 100%. assassin will cover will cover the traps and and of course because it does have that martial arts aspect to it it will take the place of what the monk currently is and it is an agility class as well so it would make sense for them to drop the monk bring back the assassin for the fans um just going back to the trailer i think that this game has a lot of love put into it and i think that it's very much getting back to the roots of what diablo was and should be yes so we are going to go ahead and we're going to wrap this up if you have not checked out the diablo 4 trailer um just Go to YouTube, look up Diablo 4, they come by, uh, or by 3, they come. And it it is a great introduction to things to come. Um, you can likely find the gameplay trailer that uh, is currently out. It's like a, it's like 20 minutes of gameplay of the Barbarian um, going through a mission. Goes over all the game's aesthetics, stuff like that, especially if you're interested in the franchise, or uh, new or old. Like If you're a new fan or an old fan, like this is going to have something for everybody who loves action RPGs. Um, with that being said, let's wrap up by giving everybody our question. little... Oh, go ahead, my friend. Go ahead. Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? What? You didn't see that where they announced Diablo Immortal? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Diablo Immortal's a thing! Uh, it's, okay. We're, okay, now okay, I feel the need to touch on this really quickly only because... It's probably okay. This game is going to be ridiculously stupid. It's literally a Diablo mobile game. It is a reskin Diablo three on a portable version. And you want to know what? I'm probably going to spend real money on that shit and not feel bad about it. 
And that's the end because we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure that uh, we, we touched on it a little bit. <laughs> it's there. It existed. We've now touched every. Yeah, we have now talked about all of the Dia- the core Diablo games. Um, but yeah, so everybody want to <laughs> let's plug the old social so people know where they can find us when we're not making this lovely podcast. Geo, since you are our guest this evening, why don't you lead us by telling us where people can find you? Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I am at Morbid Curiosity on Twitter. Also, Morbid Curiosity on Twitch. I haven't streamed a hot minute, though. Um, might be making a comeback on that, especially as Diablo 4 launches. Um, and, uh, yeah, go give me a follow. Uh, sometimes I post funny stuff. Mostly I make fun of uh, Garrick on Twitter um, and mess up his polls. How nice of you to uh, not mess with me on Twitter. 50%, 50% polls always. Um, you can, <laughs> speaking of messing with me on Twitter, you guys can mess with me on Twitter at I am still buttons. You guys can also check me out on Twitch TV at I am buttons. Um, some jerk just had the handle on Twitter, so I had to change it up. And then um, when I am not making this lovely podcast or streaming, I am also the front man for a band called Bright. We have one song out right now, our debut single called Comets, which you can find on all major streaming platforms with more music to come. Jake, take us home, baby. Do I have to? No. Yes. <laughs> you got me drunk. You got to take me home, bud. Wait, you're drunk right now? <laughs> you would, even if he was, you never you said? know. God, that uh, that sounds like fun. I think I'm going to uh get drunk. Um, at like the moment we hit end, I'm gonna go grab a beer. But uh, you can find me on Twitter, Eridos JM. You can find me on Twitch at Eridos. Uh, you can you can uh, check out our streams. It would be nice because uh. We're pretty funny guys, all three of us together, individually. Eh. But uh, no, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Thanks, Gio, for joining. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you next time, everybody.